Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by sex coach and creator of Urban Tantra, Barbara Corrales, to discuss what tantric sex is all about and how anyone can get into it. Topics include, what exactly is tantra? Well, it's not as woo-woo as you would think. How to bring yourself to orgasm by breath alone. Yeah, that's actually a thing and we're gonna talk about it. Erotically constructive fantasies, better ways to fuel your sex life with your partner and yourself. And seeing sex as an exploratory experience rather than just a way to get off. All this and more, thanks for listening. So you all know that everyone here at Sex with Emily loves the womanizer, but no one more than producer Jamie. It's it's kind of an obsession. You think? I mean, you sleep with it under your pillow. Yeah. I mean, is that bad? No, it's awesome. I mean, Jamie, you know this. Some might say we have the best jobs in the world because we get to take all the new models home. We try them out. We review them. And not so long ago, we did bring home the Womanizer Premium, which somehow, I don't know how they do it. They change the game again. I know. Every time, I think there's no way that it can get better. And it does. And the premium is basically everything I love about the Womanizer already, but it's got a bunch of amazing new technology and it just makes it so much better. Right. Okay. Hang on. Let's pick our favorite new feature. I mean, it uses the same pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate the clitoris with those pulses of air pressure. Love them. It does. It feels like the best oral sex of your life, but there's no actual licking. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. And it has that little round silicone a cylinder that goes over your clitoris and those air pulses are exactly like exactly what I need but I'd have to say my new favorite feature is probably the smart smart silence exactly (laughs) the smart silence is the best you guys the, the smart silence it keeps the womanizer silent until you touch it to your skin so it's discreet, and roommates don't hear it. I know, and I have so many Jamie's roommates. Jamie's like 18 roommates that are all dudes, <laughs> right? I mean, it's amazing. So I don't know. I have to pick something different. I'm going to say that the thing I love, besides the smart silent, is the entire toy is all body-safe silicone. And it just it's like luxurious to hold. I know. It's really I, nice. I, I really cuddle like with it. it. Okay, Jamie, thanks for sharing my obsession for the Womanizer. Of course. If any of you haven't tried the Womanizer yet, Now's the time to see all of them. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash womanizer. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-O-M-A-N-I-Z-E-R. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. And you can also catch me on SiriusXM Monday through Friday from 5 to 7 Pacific on SiriusXM Stars 109 for even more fun sex talk. You can get a free subscription at sexwithemily.com slash SXM. And as always, you can follow us on all social media at Sex with Emily across the board. And I hope you enjoy this interview. Barbara Corral is founder of Urban Tantra. Um, she's an author, an artist, an innovator, instigator, thought leader in the fields of sex, gender, and spirit. 
And what I love is your pioneering urban tantra workshops were named best in New York City by Time Out, um, by Time Out New York Magazine. And um, your award in 2016 awarded a Sexual Freedom Award for Lifetime Achievement. I've heard so much about you over the years. I've read your book. We talk about you. I'm so happy to meet you. Thank you for coming to the studio tonight. I'm so happy to be here and meet you finally. Yeah, I know, right? This is exciting. Okay, so I have a few things I need to cover with you. So listen, so every year we do these sexual resolutions, right? Okay. And last year, mine was I'm I'm gonna learn tantra. Like I want to. I've done. I've dabbled, and it didn't happen. And I remember asking my friends, like, "Well, you just Barbara Carellis. Like, you got to take one. You got to do her. You got to go do that." I'm like, "Yeah, but it was busy. I didn't have time." And so I am fascinated by it. And I and I and I talk what I know about it, but I think it's very confusing. Even I'm I dabbled. Like it's. I don't think that it's very widely understood even what it is. Good point. Yes. Maybe you could explain that. There's tantra. There's tantric sex. We're going to talk about tantric sex. That makes sense. But to contextualize it just for a minute, tantra is a spiritual practice. It's also a bit of a social political revolution. It's ancient. It's Indian. We don't need to know, although many people want to, and it's fascinating, all the history of all the aspects of Tantra, most of which have absolutely nothing to do with sex. However, what Tantra does say is that you can reach your potential, your spiritual growth, some would say enlightenment, by going anything, going into anything on this earth plane completely, totally, with co- complete consciousness and total commitment including sex right sex is one of the things on this earth that by going into totally you can achieve spiritual peace physical happiness realization okay now obviously since tantra is one of the few sex positive spiritual practices on the planet people tend to focus on the sex part and that's cool yeah so For my purposes, which is why I founded Urban Tantra, so that I could make it accessible to everyone, you don't have to want to go through hundreds of years of spiritual texts and get a guru and all that. Thank God. You can just get to the consciousness around sex part first. Then if you want to do the rest, that's great. But if you don't, you'll still get something wonderful out of it. So in essence, what tantric sex means is slowing down going into each moment mindfully, we've all seen that word, Mm -hmm. and being present now and adding breath because the more you breathe, the more you feel. Breath also leads to amazing changes of state. For example, let me give you an example. You know, like you have a a kind of bleh sex and you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, this'll be over soon and... And that's about the extent of your breathing because you're really just kind of waiting for it (laughs) to end. Then there's this sex. (sighs) 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 And that goes on and that goes on and that goes on. And when you finally have an orgasm, you think it's just about all the yummy things that your lover was doing to your genitals. But part of why you feel so good was the (sighs) (sighs) The breathing. (sighs) You have literally taking your mind into an altered state of consciousness. So if you slow down and breathe more, you have a huge piece of the tantric sex secret right there. Yes. Yes. I love everything you're saying. And I I know that 
So breath, okay. So breath is so, and we were talking about this before you came in because I understand the importance of breath. We don't, we die if we don't breathe. But learning to breathe properly, so many of us breathe like, like, like chest up, right? Like fight or flight, and like dive. Like, do you teach certain kinds of breathing? Correct. When I when I first started on this path, I learned all these different breath techniques, and they are wonderful, and each one produces a different effect. But honestly, all you have to do is breathe a bit more fully and deeply than you usually do, and you'll be fine. Okay. The trick is remembering to keep breathing. Um, for the, the uh, when I came into the studio before I was talking to anyone, I was hearing your call about um, from the gentleman with with fantasies, yeah, and I didn't Caleb, hear the whole yeah. thing. But I like to tell my students and and colleagues: give your mind erotically constructive things to do. Yes. If you're thinking about a fantasy about somebody who's not in the room, who's not involved in this scene, you're being taken away from the experience you're trying to be a part of. However, if you can focus on something like your breath, your partner's breath, the two of you breathing together, that's an erotically constructive thing to be doing that keeps you in the present moment, as opposed to in some other place in some other time, which is where fantasies happen. Exactly. So erotically constructive things to do, let's call it Tantra 102 instead of 101 would be imagining you can see sexual energy running through your partner's body. Imagining that you see sex as more of an energetic act instead of just a physical act. That too takes imagination. You can think of sexual energy as hot red fire or orange fluff. It doesn't really matter. I love the erotically, const- I had to write that down, erotically, erotically constructive, constructive fantasy. So what I love that you're saying here, and this is where I need, I, I love this, is because I often talk about being more mindful during sex. Because what, the biggest challenge is that we're all so goddamn distracted, not even just for sex, but to get in the mood, to get aroused, desire to get turned on. We just don't, we're just, we're in our heads. I always say like, be mindful, but like, focus on your, sen- if you find your mind wandering and you're worrying during sex, I always say go to your senses, like focus on your breath. Like what are you touching? What are you smelling? What are you hearing? What are you tasting? Because when all your senses are engaged, you can't be in your head, you're in your body. Very tantric. That is an so, erotically constructive thing to do. Oh, thank God. Okay, so I'm already a little tantric. You're maybe. already, you're, but, you're, but I get it, but I have, and I've practiced it a little bit, but it's more like not with a partner yet who's on, I did a little bit of course, I did some courses, but not with a lover that was on the same plane with me. But in my mind, that is like the ultimate the ultimate sexual experience, I think. In, in my, I mean, I want to say that right here. <laughs> and I've done it all. Ooh. Not all, but I've done a lot. A lot. So to me, that's just because also I've done a lot of years of meditation and yoga and all those things. But to me, to bring it into sex, and I feel like more and more, I've been doing this this show for a long time, 14 years. And in just in the last few years, I feel like even more so people are like asking for this. They want to be out of their heads. They Everyone's got anxiety. They, they need the mindfulness practice. So to me, Tantra is like this secret gateway for people. Part of a tantric practice, erotically, is to release expectation and goals. One of the things we're in our heads about is, am I going to have an orgasm? Are they going to have an orgasm? How good will the orgasm be? Will it be better than yesterday? Better, uh, As good as I was hoping. Uh, 
and we're everywhere but in the present moment. So if we can let go of even the expectation of orgasm, but rather go deeply into, say, the sucking of a nipple or the feel of cool skin or the delicious way your partner is kissing you from neck to toe, if you are breathing, if you are staying in your body, if you are really focusing on feeling the sensory elements that you were just talking about, Emily, then you can go into alternative orgasmic states, especially with the breath, that are so juicy that you won't care if you had a genital orgasm or not. That's where the myth about in Tantra people can't come or don't come. Yes, they do, but they know what alternative orgasms look like. They know that that there are totalities of possibilities of orgasm that they haven't even discovered yet. Right. And they're open to tripping over a new one. So giving up that goal of what's supposed to happen, and if this doesn't happen, and that doesn't happen, and that doesn't happen, we have failed. Right. Whereas if you don't have any expectations, whatever happens is a win, is a success, is a, hey, who right. knew? That was cool. So, okay, so you're saying with you, in your brain, when you're having sex, you're, you're, when, you, when you first started practicing Tantra, do you say Tantra, Tantric, ta- I know it's like, Tantra, Tantra, I know people get whichever. like, okay. I never know. I mean, people that want to be PC with the Tantra world. Uh, so uh, don't hate me. Just kidding. They're not haters. I get it. Who's going to be mad? The angry tantric sex people are oh, angry at me. Trust me, me I could. I no, could, you're I right. Could point it's like you yoga. It's just like yoga people who fight, like within yoga studios fighting. Some people think. But, everything I do is like, oh, that's not real Tantra. <laughs> oh, see? Okay, maybe that's why my friends were like, you got to talk to her because I was just like, break it down. Like, I, Urban Tantra, just the name because I always say like, people heard about it through Sting and his wife, like, remember years ago and they were like, I oh, do. he had sex for 20 hours. That's Tantra. No, and so I think you probably make it very accessible. Like, you that's don't have to have sex for 20 mission. hours. my mission. Right. And my mission is to make sex more accessible. So that's why everyone's like, you guys have to meet. Because to me, I'm like, so you're saying let go of orgasm, the the concept of it, because what you feel through the breath is a different kind of orgasm? That's one piece of it. Let go of how sex is supposed to go down. Right. Because we don't know. Every time. We think we know. Right. We think we know. And it's limited to, to, you know, something the size of a comic book when in reality the possibilities are more like the entire bank of knowledge in six wikipedias yeah it's true i always say we have to expand our sexual repertoire we don't we've all just scratched the surface and our sexual possibilities yeah we don't know what we don't know one of the thing, techniques I love to teach people, uh, in fact, I've done an MP3 downloadable oh, because okay. I wanted to teach people this, are breath and energy orgasms. They're orgasmic states reached just by breathing. And if you can master, and it's not that hard, it's a really a simple technique. If you can master a breath and energy orgasm and then take that skill into your regular lovemaking, uh, I'm seeing fireworks. I, no, I already am because we... Uh, so anyway, I have a, on barbaracarellis.com, you can find a downloadable in, uh, guided meditation to help you do that. But Barbara Carelli, some- we're going to put that on our show. So if you go to sexlemy.com and you click on the show notes, you're going to have a link there so you can all download it and listen to it like I'm going to do when I get home tonight. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But a breath and energy orgasm technique will, t- will help show you that there's a vast range of orgasmic possibilities that lie beyond the ones that Cosmopolitan Magazine, and I love Cosmo, talk about. 
Is this for men and for women? Absolutely. Any and and people differently gendered all gender, than that. Right, exactly. All everybody. Genders. All, all genders, all, all genders, sexual preferences. Everybody who's anybody. And all sexual preferences. That's amazing to me. So cuz we like we often we we don't know how to use our breath constructively is what we're saying. Like it's our life force, but we actually don't even know. We're not taught how to breathe and I I've I mean And I've, the culture supports very 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 shallow breathing. And most of us learned when we were first masturbating as kids, um we internalized holding our breath um while we were masturbating. There are some physiological reasons why we hold our breath right before we come, but I believe that when we were, however we were, and we were masturbating, and it was in secret, and we didn't want to get caught, what's a sure way not to make a sound and not get caught? Hold your breath. And so we all learn to masturbate like... Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Why guys and, are so quiet sometimes? You're like, because you're, you're afraid your mom was going to walk in? Exactly. And right. you want to be quick, because yeah. you're going to get caught. And the quick, the so you hold your breath and you bear down and you make yourself come. And so our orgasms are completely lacking in breath and oxygen and are filled with tension. Yeah, they are. And We're pushing it out. One of the things Tantra will teach you, and the breath and energy orgasm is just a great technique within that umbra- under that umbrella, is to relax, open up, breathe more, and take that into orgasm. It's kind of energetically like the difference between filling a 30-gallon jug, which is the breath, or a coffee cup, which is the quickie under the covers holding our breath. Yeah. And how much w- sexual energy would you like to have in your tank if you were going to fly to the moon? Yeah. I mean, all of it. I want all of the sex or sexual energy on the planet. And we can exactly. all have And that, what the great thing is it's accessible to everybody, right? Like everybody could learn Everyone to do this. Everyone can do this. Even people with spinal cord injuries can do this. And they could learn to have sensation in their body. They could have, have orgasms energetically through their breath. I mean, I, I totally understand this and I've seen it. And I've and Jamie's resolution this year was mm-hmm. to think herself off. And then we found your video. We found yes. your video of she thought herself into orgasm in a room of people. We watched it in the SiriusXM mm-hmm. boardroom before the show. I was like, do people ever watch people having orgasms in the border? But that's but Jet's her goal, and I I don't even know if I I mean I've seen people no, but yours was amazing. Like that you could, it's you're not touching yourself either. Mm-mm. That it's mine, but it's not mine. That's the thing. It's breath. It's breath. Um, and I add a little imagination, like I because I'm breathing. I'm imagining that I'm breathing the energy up my body. So I uh, use my imagination erotically constructive thing to do um, to imagine the energy as either a color or like a warm liquid or so is that how you can you help people who don't who want to fantasize less or let's tell people who are who have porn challenges watching too much porn or you know this is a way of kind of rewiring the brain or rewiring those circuits yeah, in a way it is because you're replacing it with breath yeah, yeah. And it can be like any new skill, or especially if you're breaking a habit, it can be kind of a bit challenging at times. It's good if you have a practice buddy or several because it's just different. And anytime we try to do something differently, it takes a little bit of discipline. You have to show up and do the practice. So is this the kind of practice that I could do? Like... Because I went on this retreat with someone. It was it was a little bit tantra, but kundalini, and and it was like I had partners, like it was male partners, and we'd sit with our. We did some breathing and some of the exercises, and I did kind of start to feel energy circulating, and 
Um, but is it the kind of thing that in your courses, for example, your urban tantra classes, that you're just it's close on or is it close mm. off? Or is I it? do a lot of close on classes like um, here in New York, which is where we are at the moment. Um, I teach frequently at the New York Open Center. All this is on my calendar of events, okay. by the way. And I have a one day that is absolutely totally close on. And um, you don't have you're not forcibly par- paired with anybody. You can meet somebody there or bring somebody with you or just work alone because I'll, most of a lot of what I when I learned Tantra, a lot of it I learned on my own. I didn't go into it to work on a relationship with a lover. I went into it uh, because there was an AIDS crisis going on. Yeah. And I was looking for a, a safer sex practice that had a spiritual and a healing component. Um, all the benefits and other relationship and sexual lovelies that came out of that um were, were lovely, but it isn't why I'd gone into wow, it. Wow, that's fascinating. So before that, you were having sex, just having orgasms. Like everybody else. Like everybody else. And then you went into this. How long were you in the practice? Like, well, because take- we were in a crisis situation in the, night, yeah. in the late 80s, um, Annie Sprinkle and I, I'm sure you yes, know Annie, yes. um, now a famous ecosexual and artist, um, Annie and I started studying Tantra. We would learn something on a weekend and we would bring it back to the people with AIDS at the New York Healing Circle the following Tuesday. And so we'd have to sometimes translate from, a, let's say, a Sanskrit-based chanting workshop to what might work in a room full of gay men hence urban tantra yeah. we were i was constantly making things accessible and seeing if i got the same result which was peace serenity an ecstatic body feeling which believe me people with aids were sorely lacking yeah. and yeah. a sense that they everyone was part of a greater higher Safer, loving, good. Right. And what, I mean, that's that's amazing work you did. That's, I didn't know much about your history in that, but that is, I mean, that is so, that's so healing and so, it's such a beautiful practice that you learned. Given our culture today, we need it now. This is what I'm saying. I love how you start out saying how it's not just for sex. Like, if we get people in through sex, great. But if if it helps you become more mindful in your day to day life and to take more deep breaths, I mean, and I mean, that's amazing to me because I think we could all, we're so distracted. Like I've always been distracted before the cell phones and now it's like, I need to meditate. I, I mean, whatever I can do, but even right now I feel my breath, I've taken, I've tried, even when I'm stressed, I keep breaths and it changes everything. Yeah. Or, or and, and I really encourage people, here's another one of those tips, uh, I really encourage people um, to do what Annie Sprinkle termed metabation, combined masturbation and meditation. I, Have an orgasm and then go into meditation. Yeah. That's, I'm so for that. My new mantra this year was another one, uh, was um, meditate, masturbate, and manifest. Nice. Um, but but I was to saying, it, is it better to, to masturbate first or after I meditate? I, I kind of flip it around. Great. Okay, so let's talk about, God, there's so many things. Erotic touch with, okay, so sensual massage. So you do that exercise, but what about if you're with a partner, though, on Valentine's Day? You would do that. Exactly the same thing. I just asked you, you to would use do that. you as... But you would do that on your partner. Yep. And as slowly as you can do it. And the other thing is to get the the right amount of pressure is, all right, I'm going to get 
do it. Briefly nerdy. The resilient edge of resistance, which all that means is that place of pressure that's not too light, which is creepy. Light touch is creepy. Uh, it is. If it's too light and not too heavy. If you've ever gotten a massage by somebody with a really deep touch, you're like, ow, and you're tensing up. You don't want that. You want something that's right in the middle. You want to sort of press down on the body and the body pushes back to meet you. And that edge is the resilient edge of resistance. So it feels like a kind of holding as opposed to a gliding over the body. It feels like a kind of, oh, I've got you. I'm holding you and I'm just stroking you at this edge. And then your partner can say, oh, that's lovely. A little more, a little less. But probably they'll just be going, Ah. Yeah, just slow everything slow, down. We go so heart fast. Of palm. Heart of palm and slow. go slow. So what do you think the benefits are of this for couples that you've seen that have learned it together? That um, there's more to sex than some formulaic foreplay. Sometimes couples, especially those who've been together for a while, have like, a, okay, I kiss here, I suck here, I stroke there, and then we're fucking. Right. And it gets really old. So old. And that happens in every... Don't be I surprised agree. if this sounds familiar because it happens in most every, relationships. Almost everybody. Everybody. Because it's the same thing over and over and over again. And this is expansive. This kind of work. And maybe You're, you'll have... Give a sensual massage and not touch genitals. Maybe that's the game tonight. And also in Urban Tantra, the book, is um, erotic massage that includes the genitals and very um, specific touches on the genitals. Oh, I love that. Uh, my friend Joe Kramer, who who, yes. uh, who pioneered a lot of this work. Sexological also body in, work. That's right. Who founded sexological body work. Uh, used to call it genital reflexology because it had that sort of specificity. And all those strokes for pussies and penises are also in the massage chapter of Urban I've heard Tantra. about, my friends have done some of their courses. I know a lot of people have done sexological body work and you're mm. like, yeah, but the, massaging the penis. and massa- I mean, and they can also um, heal a lot of trauma for it people can too. It can right? indeed. It can indeed. People who hold things in our body and I feel like it's... Um, I don't know. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, that's so out there. Like, it's so accessible. You've online courses too, right? Yep. And I partner with Joseph Kramer for some of them oh, and you others. Did. And, and in fact, um, something I'm really proud of is I have a new um, instructional erotic massage video for uh, trans and gender nonconforming people. And that's under my online sex classes oh, as well. Oh, that's amazing. Because um, they sometimes get left out. They of get the, left out. You're, you're absolutely right. And it's a, and it's a very, very different um, process for uh, differently gendered people. Uh, most of them have gone through, uh, can use erotic massage to rediscover who they are as erotic beings uh, in yeah, whatever gender they're being. Yeah, because how would you know being. it's a new body? Like it's a new, it's a new body. It's a new way of being. Like it's the, a new way of being with your body, whether or not you alter your body. Exactly. And, and if you do alter your body, then it's completely, it's behaving completely differently than what it may have been once before. Well, exactly. Most of us have our bodies were born in, and we don't know what to do with it. Thank you. Good. Point. And then you have a new body. <laughs> God, you're doing such great work. Thank you. Thank Will you. you stay with us for another segment here? We're sure. going to answer some calls. I love it. Okay, so I know there's a lot of talk about CBD lately. And I know you don't all live in California. And so Jamie's here with me because mm-hmm. I just want to talk to you and help you out in some of the confusion around all this talk about CBD. 
You guys know that mindfulness is such an important part of having great sex, and you've been hearing me talk about it all the time, but I get it. It's not the easiest thing to do. We're going to tell you all about Crezzo. We love them. Mm -hmm. They developed their own line of all-natural hemp-based supplements to help you have a more enhanced sexual experience. So you guys know the best way to have stronger orgasms is to feel more in your body and to breathe. Like, I can't emphasize this enough. I mean, Jamie, I talked to you about breathing more and... Oh my God, it's like a new orgasm. Yeah. She like <laughs> breathed her way to orgasm because we like hold our breath and we're anxious. So let me tell you about Carezza's daily spray first because I love this. It's one for men and one for women. You just put five sprays under your tongue. Okay, let's do it now. We do it... I used to do it in the morning, but okay, here we go. I'm doing it. So, um... Good. So here's the thing about the spray. It contains a unique formula of organic ingredients. They support sexual function, along with Carezza's proprietary nano CBD, which is an ultra pure hemp extract that's quickly absorbed for faster results. So you spray it under your tongue and it absorbs. See, this is why I've been so calm lately. I take this in the morning. I notice. I can tell the different days. I'm like, I've been taking it, you guys, for like a month. Combined with herbs, herbs, that's what they say in the UK. Herbs. They say herbs. Combined with herbs and essential oils that support sexual health. <laughs> they do. Or sexual health. And that hemp extract. You go, oh, here's the thing. The hemp extract, that's the gold. That's what in, it reduces anxiety, inflammation, and helps with your overall mood, which also helps with my back pain, Jane. Ooh, it's all the same. It's all encompassing. I know. Okay, so now they also have the in-the-moment spray. So when you're ready to get intimate, you're like, oh, I'm up. Get turned out. I'm gonna have sex. It's time for Carezza's in the moment spray, which is just a faster way to get in the mood. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like light all the candles and have three glasses of wine. I, I mean, still light helps. the candles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one glass of wine. So it uses the same hemp extract that I talked about before, but with a whole new set of botanical ingredients to help you know heat things up. You just put a few sprays under the tongue. Okay, I kind of want to do this too because I'm going on a date. Well, do it now. Do you think I should? Okay, well, I just 15 minutes it worked. Okay, 15 minutes, and I've used this pre-sex, and it does get you in the mood. So, as always, check with your doctor before using, as always, check with your doctor before you start any supplement routine, and if you're ready to elevate your mind-body connection, go to sexwithemily.com slash Carezza. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash K-A-R-E-Z-Z-A today. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to get into your calls. So let me tell you about my first time buying a sex toy. I was 22 years old living in San Francisco and I walked into a local shop called Good Vibrations. It really blew my mind. I mean, I pictured sex toy stores to be these dark, dingy places, but it was so open and well lit. It was like an Apple store for vibrators. So I walk in and one of the workers approached me and she immediately put me at ease. She was like, hi, so let's talk about your orgasms. You would think a stranger asking that would make you nervous, but she immediately made me feel so comfortable and helped me figure out what would be best for me. Thank you, Pocket Rocket. At the time, I wasn't even aware that my life would also become devoted to helping people with orgasms and sex or that I'd be fortunate enough to work with Good Vibrations later down the line. This is why I am so excited to have you guys get to know them as well, if you don't already. I mean, they do run some of the best and most respected adult boutiques in the country. And now with their online store, you get to have that same shopping experience and expertise without ever leaving your house. 
seriously, guys, they just know quality. I mean, if they have it in their store, I trust it. And if they don't, I have to question it a bit more. It's not just me that feels this way. I can't stress enough the standard they set in the industry. And I'm even more excited because now Good Vibrations runs the Shop with Emily page on my website. So be on the lookout for some great sex toys and sexy announcements. To see everything Good Vibrations has to offer, just go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibrations. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash G-O-O-D-V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. Okay, let's talk to Ashley. She's 25 in California. She says, I found on the internet that my boyfriend was ordering women's clothing. Found out that he has a fetish. All right. Hey, Ashley. Talk Hi, to Emily. Me. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay, so tell me what happened. Um, so I um, was going to order something um, online through Amazon, and um, I had to use his account, and I stumbled um, across some things that he had ordered um, before we were dating women's clothing, makeup, that sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wasn't going to really, I didn't know how to approach it at first, but then I confronted him about it um, and he kind of explained everything and that, um, you know, he doesn't really understand it himself. Um, I knew that he was kind of into being the submissive one okay. um, and I have a much more dominant personality which is fine okay um, so that works doesn't bother me great um, he's, he's also bisexual which doesn't bother me at all um, okay. I think that I'm a very open open-minded person yeah um, but it, it was hard because um, at that point we had been together for um, over a year and we were committed to each other um, we still are, but I felt like, um, you know, he knew everything about me, even the, the good, the bad, the ugly, okay. um, things that I don't normally tell other people. Um, okay. Sounds like you guys are really open and, and, and loving and accepting of each other. Yeah. Um, and so I just felt kind of like my trust was, was violated in that, like, um, you know, I felt like at least my perception was that he could come and talk to me about anything and the fact that he was hiding this from me. Um, right. You know, kind of hurt. No, and, I understand that. It's really, yeah, but it's it must have been, right, I understand that absolutely, but it's such a hard thing to, to, to share because he knows that this is not something that his other friends are talking about in the locker room, right? He just knows he has right. his fantasy and he doesn't really, under, you know, didn't really understand it. And so we're, so um, I understand that part of it, but how are you guys doing now? Are you... What's your, how can I help you? How can we help you? You have another um, sex expert here in the studio. 
yeah how can we how can we support you right now where are you guys at with this um so we're good i think it's kind of one of those things where it's like um we haven't really talked about it so it's you know out of sight out of mind oh okay but but uh i mean we talked about it at first but like it just hasn't been brought up and i you know i told him like i want you to be happy and I don't know that I can give this to you or that I'm comfortable with it. Um, and so if this is something that is really going to, you know, make a difference in what you want and how you live your life, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't I don't want to be holding you back. Right. Well, uh, it sounds like you're being really supportive of him. So I feel like I'm sure there's a lot of shame in it. This is something that he's been hiding and he's, you know, for a long time. And he didn't want to tell you because he's afraid that you would, you know, ultimately we keep secrets because we're afraid that we're not lovable. We're afraid we're going to be abandoned and we're, you know, and it's a very deep level. So it's like, I'm sure he wants to tell you everything, you know, but now that it's out there, I feel like this is a great time to go back to him and let him know. It sends me to tell our partners things a few times, but let him know that you support him. And, and I think it's a good time for you guys to continue to talk about maybe what you're both into, you know, sexually. Like this could actually bring you guys together. And yeah, Barbara, Carlos. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious, Ashley, is it okay with you if he gets dressed um, when he's by himself? to just masturbate is that okay with you is it would could you live with that i mean like um i kind of understand like you know what you want to do with your body is your thing and i'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do i mean the thought of it makes me a little like right um i I just want to maybe uncomfortable and it's not because like i think he's crazy or anything it's just because it's it's something that i had never heard of Forced feminization before and uh, now oh, now we're into yes. something else because do, does he want you to for, role play forcing him to dress? Is that the, yeah? That's thank you. Yeah, is that what I he's mean, saying? That's, that's his like fantasy, I guess. So, and I asked him why, and his response was that like you know in our society, males are supposed to be this like macho you know ideal and. In, t- in basically demeaning a man um, in, in the biggest way you could do that is telling them that, you know, that they have female characteristics or like, you know, you right. hear all the time, mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, you know, she, she, you know, does that like a girl. Like, right, right. Yeah. Forced feminization is one of the most popular fantasies with, with people who like to cross dress. Now, that doesn't mean you have to also get off on that fantasy. He can dress by himself and that can be enough or or not. And you guys can work that out. But you shouldn't be doing anything you're uncomfortable with, as in the participation of the fantasy, if you're not getting off on it. Right. Um, And you could also make yourself more comfortable because it's simply new to you with the idea of him doing things in private. Yeah. Both are true. Exactly. You, you see that? It's like it's just because it's new to you and it's shocking. You don't know where to put it right now, maybe in your brain. But Barbara's saying there's another possibility that it could be okay that he does that, that he, he, he masturbates on his own in the women's clothing and, and you still have your sex life together. That's your own, you know, thing that you guys, you know, that, that's separate from that and that you're okay with right. it. You can learn to I- accept it. Yeah, and I asked him like, why? What? What do you get out of um, you know dressing like that? And he said, you know, um, at one point I never thought like that I 
deserve to like be with someone beautiful and like um you know and when you look in the mirror and see somebody who's completely different then you know you're kind of out of your own mind and like you see something beautiful or what like society tells you is beautiful and so like it made him feel better about himself yeah i love that it's a good answer that's a really good answer i mean it sounds like he's done a lot of real thinking about this like that's like one of the most descriptive answers I've heard that's true to him. That's not for everybody who, who all, all people who call in who wear women's underwear or men who do or any, anyone who does anything. But I love that he knows himself that well. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that, like, that's, and that's serving him right now. Like, sometimes we can have, you know, we get to have our own erotic lives that actually are fulfilling us in some way. Like, it's, it doesn't sound like it's unhealthy to me. Me either. It sounds like it's a really healthy expression of a way that he felt less than or a way that he felt that he wasn't good enough to be with a woman and that he's found a way to eroticize it in a way that seems pretty healthy. So it's really about, this is like a new layer, you know? They say the relationships are like layers of the onion. We're, constantly, we're peeling them back and you're never done. There's always more layers. And so it sounds like this is a new one for you guys and that you can come together and talk about this um, I think it is important to continue to talk about him and like, just let him know that you accept him and maybe there's going to be more that comes up come up for you. But I feel like he's given you all the real answers right now and, and that you can also share your feelings with him. Right, yeah. I mean, um, I just didn't know what to do with it because, like I said, like, it's not something that I'm into and it's... Um, so, I like, you know, I, how do you... You, you want to please your partner and like make them happy and make them feel fulfilled. But how do you do that when it's something that, you know, well, that's a really good question. So you're talking about the part where you're forcing force feminism or talking about, right? Like being involved when being dominant. But you said that you might be into being dominant, right? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that like, it's something that, um, I enjoy, but like, um, of the two of us, I have the more dominant personality. Okay, so, so not sexual, not in bed necessarily. Yeah, so like one of us was going to be the more dominant one, it would be me. Okay. So right now where you're at doesn't really turn. So I think here's the thing with couple that there are sometimes I know right now you're like, I don't understand what to do with this. But but what couples can do is they can you can come together and like, what are your fantasies? Like, I think it would be great for you to share with him maybe some things that you're into. And perhaps there could be a way that you guys could have a kind of co-create your own sex life together. That's something completely new because you realize that this is new for both of you. And so it's not as static as it looks that it's like, this is what he wants. This is just what he knows. Like, it, I kind of have this fantasy in my head, but if you guys kind of continue to talk about it and pull it apart more, there's more layers to this as well. Right. Um, and if you're not into it, you're not into it. Like, there is a certain point where people have a fetish or they have a fantasy and it's not what you want to do. You should never, ever go into anything that you don't want to do. And maybe that could be something that won't work. But I don't think we know yet. I think there's more for you guys to explore together. And maybe right, right now he does in his room, he masturbates and he, wear, he wears underwear and he's not with you. And then you guys on your own can work on your sex life together and figure out what that next step is. Right. And like, you know, he's not really comfortable talking about it either. Well, uh, I think it's, you know, it sounds like he though he's very articulate about what he is going through. So I think it's the way that you approach it and letting him know maybe this is what it is. The sex talks that we have with our partners are not necessarily a one-time thing. I think you're like, we talked about it once. You have to talk about it a lot. So maybe what you would say to him next, Ashley, is I want you to know, I know we haven't talked about this in a while, but I've, I want you to know how much I accept you and I love you and I, I don't want, you know, I want you to know that I'm here and I want to continue to have conversations with you um, and let's start. Like, let's just, just start. No pressure here, but we'll continue to 
talk about it. Just let him know you're open and then maybe he needs time to think about it and come back to you next week. But I'd say even when you see him tomorrow. I mean, this is the kind of thing, you guys, I think start doing it now, you know? And so continue to talk to him, continue to figure out what your truth is. And the more you talk about it, the sooner you're going to come to a place where you can see if you guys are compatible or not. So keep me posted, Ashley. Thank you for calling in with this. this is a fascinating call. And I think it's really helpful for a lot of people, including me. Okay, let's talk to Grace. She's 29 in Canada, and she's feeling like she missed out on having a healthy sex life in her 20s. All right, Grace. Thanks for calling. Hi, Emily. Hey. Okay, so tell me, why do you think you missed out on this great sex in your 20s? I, I don't know. Like, I um, I started dating, I guess, well, when I finished university, because growing up, the focus was always, you know, don't have boyfriends, just focus on getting the education and getting a job. And so anyways, I uh, decided to put that off. And then when I graduated, that's when I um, started dating seriously. But anyway, so the, with the first guy, we were together for like two and a half years and we worked out of tone. And I felt like, um, like the sex was Great until you know later on he uh, I found out he was cheating on me. So I broke mm, up. Okay. Um, and then you know went on this break for like a year where I didn't date at all, and then met someone else and dated for a little while. But then I mean the attraction was there, but the sexual energy I think were just both okay. on like where my drive was higher than his, and so. Um, I mean, we ended up breaking up anyway. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, but now it's, I'm just, uh, like, I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm wrapping up my 20s. I'm going into my 30s. And right. I felt like, you know, having those two long-term relationships, I didn't. I, don't know, I, don't I get it. No, I understand what you're saying. And I think how great at 29 you realize that there's so much more that you want to experience that you haven't yet, you know, yet experienced. A lot of people don't ever realize that. They just keep having the same kind of sex and settling for it. So you didn't miss anything. I'm telling you, you just start today. I'm, t- I'm really like I didn't start the show till I was 35 and I was having bad sex I didn't even know I knew it could be better and so the fact that you even know that is the next step towards you having that sex that you want and this starts with none of these partners that you had that cheated and that were bad lovers or the whole thing it's about you and what what feels good to you Grace what turns you on do you do you masturbate do you pleasure yourself because that's really where it starts our own sexual energy circulating that like do you know understanding that and then you'll you know that that will open up so much more for you yeah, well, I do masturbate from time to time, but like after the last, you know, relationship, it that I felt like it tanked my sex drive because we weren't having sex as often, and it's just like you don't use it, you lose it type of deal. I think that's what happened, and so now I'm just at the point where I'm, you know, trying to get back out on the dating scene again. And yeah, I mean, for some guys, it'll be like that strong physical connection, and then I have sex, and we do it a couple of times, or three times and it's good and then afterwards it's just like oh well you know, it's just... Ugh, I because it's what... I understand that. And that that's more about knowing your own body and understanding what, what you want from... I mean, from, from a situation, right? And then you're bringing your energy to it. You're able to communicate with a partner. When we're with someone new, it can be clumsy and weird and we don't know how to communicate and we're expecting that like he's going to read your mind and know what you want. And that just... 
it's really hard to keep up with that connection if we're not really even familiar with ourselves. So I get it. She's talking, Barbara, this is so good. Like in your field, like the energy of the connection and pheromones that we have, or not pheromones, we talked about that earlier. The connection of a pheromone that works. The scent though, no, that's a real thing. But what do we do with the chemistry? They say we have it or we don't have it. Do you think you can build that with anyone? What do you think about that? I think you can create a wonderful erotic connection with a whole lot of people. That doesn't mean they're going to be life partners. Yeah, I agree with you. You can have great sex with somebody you see once and have a great connection. Yeah. And that may not, and it may go absolutely south if they turn into a life partner. But I did want to say that each one of us is on our own personal sexual evolution. And there are decades where there's more sex and there's decades when there's less sex. And it's just the way it is. Exactly. And nobody misses out. Everybody gets exactly what they're intending to find. And sometimes, unless we're feeling like we missed out a little, we wouldn't have the impetus to go out and find something new and better and more. Right. It's yeah. So you're about to leap into your sexy thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy. I love it, Grace. That's what I'm telling you. This is the first step towards you having that. The fact that you're even recognizing it. So we love that. You didn't miss anything. It's all good times ahead for you, Grace. Thank you for calling. Okay, Barbara, love having you here. Barbara Corrales, Urban Tantra, where and people can find you. We have all this on the site. Barbara Corrales, what's the best? BarbaraCorrales.com. That's C A R E L L. AS.com. And for the caller who hung up who wanted to know where to get my book, Urban Tantra Sacred Sex for the 21st Century, you can get it on Amazon, like everything else, right this minute. Or you can go to my website and order it through there and see what other books. I also have a book called Ecstasy is Necessary that you might like or Luxurious Loving. And I've also got some downloadable stuff. Yeah, I'm downloading the masturbation one tonight. Uh, Is that what it was? Masturbation? Breath breath and energy orgasm. Sorry, I made it masturbation. Okay, I'm not sorry. But you guys, it's also on our show. Exactly. I I gave that up in 2018. See, good, good, good. So it comes back sometimes. But com, you can find everything about Barbara, amazing Barbara, on our website and our show notes. But I, okay, we're, well, oh, I thought that was, I want to ask you five questions that we ask all of our guests. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's our five sexy Mm -hmm. questions, our quickie questions. What's your biggest turn on? Nature. Okay, biggest turn off? <sighs> Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sexiest body part to you? Oh, it depends on who it's on. All right. I, I, I agree. What uh, What are your love languages? Do you know? Mm. I think gifts, uh, a service, gifts of service. Acts of service, okay. Yeah. Um, Oral sex, would you rather go first or second? <laughs> See the breath, you guys? It's good, calm. That question would never occur to me. I know. See, that's why we're here, thinking of the big questions. <laughs> I don't care. All right. I know, as long as we all get ours. Okay, thank you, Barbara Carlos, for being here. You don't have to answer. You can even opt out. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview and the show. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Samantha, Julia, Michelle, producer Jamie, and Michael. Hey, was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. I know I talk a lot about sex toys for women, but not to worry, guys. Let me give you a helping hand. Well, actually, you're going to have to use your hand or your partner's hand. 
But let me tell you about the new Flesh Skin from Fleshlight. The Flesh Skin is a compact stroker unlike any other. It's open at both ends and has finger holes for the perfect grip. So whether you're using it on your own or letting your partner do the heavy lifting, it's the perfect addition to your bedroom activities. The combination of the comfortable grip, the ability to vary the pressure, and Fleshlight's ultra-realistic silicone will let you in on all the sex toy fun. Just grab some water-based lube and use the Flesh Skin to add a whole new range of sensations to your pleasure. Get a better grip with the Flesh Skin. Just visit sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight. That's sexwithemily.com slash Fleshlight to order your Flesh Skin today.